0: Hi guys, you're now listening to episode 62 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host Juliana and today we're joined by a special guest.
1: Tito <laughs> Hi um, Tito, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm vibing. I had a it's a it's a good it's a good October evening. <laughs>
0: what have you been doing this October evening?
1: Today's been a great day. I've been very creative, very productive. Doing some small, small writing, trying to write an article. And I just got the book. Do you know? Have you heard there's a really popular book called My Sister the Serial Killer that everyone's reading.
0: And oh wow, no, like, I haven't heard of it
1: yeah it's quite it's like written by a nigerian author i'm I'm on page two so don't ask me any questions but it looks really interesting so i'm i'm tio i'm a strategist currently so i basically advise brand i don't know if any other strategists have been on here but long story short we basically advise brands on um like campaigns and like finding out more about their identity and um yeah their strategy going forward it's hard to describe the role but also i'm a creative and i am a poet so i write poetry i perform poetry all over the uk and i currently am working on a few different projects but um yeah i'm working on a podcast series and i've also done stuff here and there just just search me up anyway
0: (laughs) sweet that's good to know what um what was the last poem you wrote what was it about
1: The last poem I wrote, so I was going through like a, you know what it is, you know that Lauren, that miseducation, Lauren Hill album, you know, it's very dangerous. So I listened to that and I was just going through like, I was really reflective, really analysing my life. So I wrote one about um, self-sabotage and when it comes to relationships, when it comes to friendships (laughs) and even dreams. So I think there's a life, there's a line there that says something around um, and not allowing yourself to be submerged in dreams that you haven't yet dreamed. So, um, what song yeah, is this? The idea.
0: What song? What's oh? You're talking about your poem. There's a line in yeah, your poem. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about. There's a line yeah, in. This,
1: Lauren, don't worry. <laughs> you like I, I was like... That <laughs> You're like I don't remember that song.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, what song is that? <laughs>
1: No, that was the poem. But yeah, I've just been, it's been, I've been on leave this week, so I've just been enjoying um, experiencing life. I think it's very good to go and leave. Yes. So please do if you're listening. Agreed.
0: If you're listening, please go and leave.
1: Please go and leave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, that's a, I don't know if that's an ample segue for the question which I ask all my guests, but I'm just going to pretend that it it is.
1: Definitely. It's (laughs) a great segue. Darn. But
0: um, I'm, yeah, I'm going to ask you the question which I ask all my guests, which is what name or names are you bringing to the podcast today and why?
1: Um, so the names I'll be bringing to today's podcast are Boluatito um, which is my first and my middle name. The reason I'm bringing those two is because they, um, they are important. They are very important. I think the first name, because it's Yoruba, um, represents um, a critical part of my identity and so many stories which go along about that so the meaning the meaning of my name is god's might or god's mightiness i feel like um i wasn't really an expected baby so um my parents who's a my dad who's a yoruba man and my mom who's um, ishan which is from south south in nigeria they met in london and it was just like an unexpected time in both their lives. I think my mum was a bit older. She was like 35. And my dad was around the same age. And uh, yeah, they'd been dating for a while. And all of a sudden, <laughs> my mom was pregnant. And uh, it was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just a bit random. But um, the story apparently goes that when my dad um, came to the hospital bed, because he wasn't there for the birth or anything. But when he came afterwards, he picked me up immediately and said, Um and he hadn't, like, there had been no conversation beforehand. But he said, um, I was testament to God's might. I was testament, testament to almost a miracle. Because my mom was a bit older anyway. The, that, that's kind of the story. It's a, a name that kind of means against the odds. Like, you know? So um, my mom is not someone to be disregarded. So she said, ah-ah. Uh-uh. The, the Ishan needs to be here as well. You think you're think you, Yoruba man, you can just give a Yoruba name and that's it. No. <laughs> so my mum comes from a... Um, my mum's background is really fascinating because um, she's Ishan, which is a minority, minority ethnic group in Nigeria within the state of Edo. Historically, her family have always had English names because Ed, um, her village, Urumi, was like very entangled in 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 missionaries and uh like early Catholicism. So if you look at like the family names I have, like and on that side it's things like Gregory, Basil, um, Veronica, Valerie, my grandmother Cecilia, <laughs> granddad mm-hmm. Benjamin. But um with me, she thought she would go for um she was initially considering a name like Samuel, but then she was like, you know what, I'm gonna bring my heritage. And she called me Osose, which which became my middle name, and okay. um, that it was just it means God's own. And it, for her, it was quite radical because most of our family have um, English names, but for she she made sure that the Edo slash Ishan heritage was there. So Edo is a state, and Edo is also an ethnic group. Ishan yes. is like a small ethnic offshoot from there. So okay. if you go back in history, there was eventually like a overlap. If you go back 400 years, like they were the same people, but Ishan people moved. Like they, a lot of them fled as refugees and became own oh. ethnic group. So there's similar languages, similar things. Okay. But, um, do, you, do you know your
0: languages? Can you speak Ishan?
1: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit.
0: Okay, maybe I'll save it for later, but I'd love to, I'd love for you to teach us some, some Ishan.
1: Yeah, I'd be more than happy to.
0: Did you always know, were you always conscious of the meaning of both of your names?
1: No, 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 not really. I didn't even know my middle name was also set until I renewed my passport like two years ago.
0: Oh, seriously? Um,
1: Yeah, I just, with my, with, everyone calls me Tito. Everyone calls me Tito. So even the Boluwa Tito, that's something that um, gets a bit lost sometimes as well. Like I rarely say it and people rarely address me like that. Mm-hmm. So, but then when I meet another Yoruba person, they hit me with the, uh-uh. I think it was, a, I think even from a child, I remember going by Tito all the time. And you know, the thing where you well, your name is Juliana, so I don't know if you had that experience. But you know when you're wait, waiting for the teacher to get to your name <laughs> and then you see them pause and you're like, ah, uh, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew my name because I knew the pause. Call me Tito, it's just call me Tito. So I actually didn't really, inc- I didn't really, I didn't really feel an affinity with my name before. But um, I don't know, I've gotten a lot more prouder of my name and a lot more prouder of, the culture and everything so I asked those questions and found out what Osase that Osase was my middle name and I found out what Boluatito really meant uh, and signified
0: Boluwa Tito why, why did you was it just like how did you arrive at Tito the shortened did you ever consider Bolu or Boluwa
1: or you know what I'm gonna be I'm gonna be bad vibes but <laughs> Tito sounds nicer doesn't it <laughs> But um, no, no offense to any bullies. So I love you bullies. Um, but um, you know what it was? It's trauma. I'm traumatized because um, in, second, in primary school, there was this one girl. I'm not gonna say her name. She used to kind of like just used to butcher my name. And be like, and I'm like, which is really irritating. (laughs) No, you're laughing, but I used to cry. Like, I was Uh... better. You know, it's really dumb, but it made me really not like my name. So, from very, very young, I put Tito. But I haven't, like, people have called me Bolu before, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. Who
0: calls you Bolu Atito? Is it your Yoruba family?
1: Nobody calls me Boluatito
0: Oh, okay, so that name kind of has like a Would you say it has a formality to it?
1: It's it's the only people that call me Boluatito Are Yoruba people when they see my full name And they get very familiar They're Oh, like, okay ah, uh, Boluatito <laughs> That's my brother
0: How important do you think I mean, you're in the industry, in it? You're in that creative industry Has your name ever come up in full or is it? Everyone knows, yes. Would this be the first time that they're hearing your your full first name?
1: Yeah, I, I think so, actually. Like, people, no one ever really calls me. There was a point where I was even like, should I, do I need to, like, do I need that part of my name? <laughs> I was like, should I Should I just um, default it? Because I'm like, I, like, my driving license and other stuff. There'll be points where I'm going to things and they'll be like, who is that? Like, who is this to, to and I, mm-hmm. Because they only know me as Tito, so they think it's a complete stranger. I've had things like thrown away because they're like, they don't recognize that we're the same person. Oh my but No, gosh. no, just I guess a lot of people will be finding out for the first time.
0: Would you ever have you been to Nige and how do they, yeah, if so, how do they know you?
1: Yeah, I've been to Nige like six times and yeah, they call me Tito.
0: But, okay. Um, <laughs> No, that's interesting. I'm always intrigued by like, you know, when you mentioned your Ishan, like I said earlier, it mm-hmm. surprised to me because I just thought you were straight Yoruba. But yeah,
1: um, I bl- I'm very Yoruba passing You could even say like I, I, bl- <laughs> I blend in with the Yorubas until they ask me certain <laughs> things, and I'm like,
0: "Osose." Can you remind us of the meaning? What does Osose mean?
1: So Osose is God's own. Oh, like, right. belonging to God. Um, I think my parents were both... Um, the funny thing is, neither of my parents are particularly um, religious. But um, when it came to naming, I think childbirth is so big, so beautiful, something so unexpected that you, they kind of just felt, felt religion right there and then. So, yeah. But it's crazy because they don't... Like, most... They don't usually... They're not usually very religious. So I found it interesting that my name is like that. But you know what? I don't... like My sister's name is also Boluwatifeh. So we are Boluwatifeh and Boluatife. So I guess they thought the same thing twice.
0: (laughs) What does... Wait, what does her name mean?
1: God's Love.
0: Um, That's so nice.
1: I know, it's beautiful, isn't
0: it? I love it when parents theme the names of their children
1: i know right it's really cool do you have any themes of your siblings no all our names
0: all our first names are random
1: oh really not even the j
0: yeah the no j that is a a e j i've got two brothers Uh, a e my sister's o my younger brother's g
1: so there's no theme oh that's random (laughs) (laughs) Is it like, are they all like, um, biblical names or is it just completely random?
0: Um, I think, I don't know. No, the short answer is no. I think <laughs> only one of them is biblical. My younger brother, Gideon. That's, oh. yeah, I think that's the only biblical one. The other is, I'm pretty sure I've never seen them in the Bible. Oh. First names. Yeah. Talking first names, which is quite interesting, but yeah.
1: Oh, that's cool never though. Thought that. That you know what though like it's good to give your kids individual names because sometimes these parents be trying to do be trying to force the theme (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i kind of feel like ishan culture is we're already a minority ethnic group so i might feel what my mom felt in terms of making sure that heritage is secure Mm -hmm. and giving even if even if it's just a middle name a Because it's very important. It's important. You can't let your culture die. So
0: and I think it's become the theme with um what's that word where everyone the internet brings everyone together. I forgot what it's called.
1: Well, like the global village.
0: Yeah the globalization has like rendered some um languages dying. Like for example everyone would speak English at some point. So all these other languages would become extinct at some point. Yeah. So yeah, it's quite interesting how names can help to like preserve, yeah, preserve culture, preserve tr-
1: tradition. No, you're absolutely right, man. Names have a, you know, what's crazy. Like I, always, I often think about this, that names are one of the few aspects of your life that you don't have in your own control.
0: Yes. Like,
1: they're one of the few, because when you think about it, like, like, frame it like this. Um, we live in 2021. Like, we have a set of values, a set of, set of, um, beliefs, like, and these are all very, very different from the, from when we were born. So we were born in what, late 90s right? And like, when you think of what our parents believe and view and what their, and their cultural heritage and like, even things like the literature they read like all of that would go into naming us who we are now so a name is almost like a a um time capsule it kind of like takes what your parents felt at that time what the culture was like at that time and teleports it into the future so it's kind of it's kind of a beautiful thing
0: that's quite. That's the most poetic way I've heard someone describe. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I can tell you're a writer.
1: What What names do you think are going to pop? Hmm.
0: well in the future, yeah. In the next Ten years. No, the
1: kid, you know, the Gen Z is having kids now, or like the the the, the young millennials. Like the people in their 20s are having kids now. I wonder what they're doing with their
0: kids. I think still traditional, to be honest. I don't know. It depends what millennial you're referring to. This how I know you're a strategist because...
1: (laughs) no but you know what it's probably i wish i actually you know what what i'm gonna do immediately after this is gonna i'm gonna search up if there's like a a place you can write out new names yo if anyone in the audience knows where you can find (laughs) names (laughs) like the new names that i'm dropping please send it my way
0: that'll be interesting to to see how naming trends change over the next few years especially with like the internet because i feel like like you said once upon a time the names that you knew were only the names that You were exposed to because of media. And now everyone is exposed to. I can know what someone like in, I don't know, a next country is doing or like what their culture is. So that could potentially influence me. Whereas 50, 60 years ago, it wouldn't have.
1: I just remembered something and it's exactly on your point. I remembered, you know, the name Aliyah is really popular. Yeah. It's because of Aliyah. (laughs) Like apparently when Aaliyah was active And when she unfortunately passed away It led to like a boom In the number of people being named Aaliyah So I have a cousin called Aaliyah And who is named because (laughs) of Aaliyah Yeah Seriously No, 100% So I think there will be like Things like Zendaya And like even names like Romani Names like Um Cardi, generally though, because like celebrities yeah. have a big impact. So True. we're going to see a lot of Zendaya's in the future, I promise you.
0: But I feel like, isn't Zendaya a Zim? I feel like it's a Zim name.
1: Is it a Zim name?
0: I think so, because I, I might be making that up, but I feel like she's half Zim. She's got some Zim.
1: Do you mean Doja Cat? I'm giving you a chance to back out
0: now. If <laughs> no. Okay, maybe I've got it all wrong, but her name derives from the Shona name, Tendai. Oh, Apparently, According to Wikipedia So I don't know how Oh
1: you did the quick uh, Google?
0: Yeah <laughs> If is listening I hope you're, you're invited to come on the podcast
1: She's and, definitely listening and and like, your um, name. You know I will also be on the podcast that day As well as Zendaya Just so you know
0: <laughs> 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 So I know you mentioned your half Ishan Could you teach us some Ishan Words, language, culture, food. Tell us more.
1: Yeah, interesting. So I love Ishan culture, and I'll start by teaching you how to say, "Um, how are you slash um, good morning." So we say that by saying "body ayer," yeah. Body ayer.
0: Okay. The
1: the yeah. is more than yeah, kind of. So that and means that, how? How are you? Slash, good morning. It's kind of like a greeting. So
0: it sounds a bit yeah. like pigeon. Um,
1: I guess. No, you know,
0: like how when people say um, <laughs> "how" when they're like "how buddy," and you're like "buddy," yeah. fine.
1: How it sounds.
0: Body? It's got that same rhythm to it.
1: Actually, you. No, that makes sense. It's kind of a casual green. But if you say it to any Ishan person, they'll, they'll love it. They'll love it. Um ae. Bodie ae.
0: Bodie ae. body
1: ae. Well, that yeah is more of an F. Bodie ae.
0: body 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 There you go. Okay.
1: And um, you'd respond with Ofure. 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 Correct.
0: I feel like my English is just my accent. Let me fix up. Ofure.
1: Yeah. Me, me and you are in the same boat together. Don't <laughs> <laughs> If my mom was listening, she'd be like, ah, you're teaching these people. <laughs> She'll be crying. But um, no, that means, um, ofure means I'm fine. Okay. Oh, I'm good. So- I'm well. So okay. that's, a, that's, that's a little bit of Ishan for your people.
0: Thank you. Know. you. I'm going to start dropping that. If you guys an
1: Ishan person, just drop that to them. We're a minority group. Like we rarely see people that know we exist. A lot of Niger- the craziest thing is being a minority within a minority. So you'll get, you'll be hanging out with other Nigerians. And yeah. there'll be Yoruba, there'll be Igbo. There might even be Ausa, And then they have no, exi- no idea that Ishan people exist.
0: <laughs> it's That's so a crazy funny. thing. That's so crazy. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is why I feel like learning. You can learn. You can be anywhere and learn. Like, learning isn't restricted to one person. Because I definitely didn't know about the Ishan tribe
1: no, a year 100%. ago. Well, welcome, welcome. We're cool people, and there's a there's a decent community. Like, we have a lot of the community because we're small. We have a lot of um. We have like an Ishan voice and like Ishan community hubs and stuff. So you find us worldwide. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's cool. Well, Tite, I'm coming up to the final question, and um, which I ask everyone, which is, what do you want the world to know about your name or names in general?
1: Being a child of a Yoruba parent and an Ishan parent, I think it's, um, I think my names represent that duality. I think it's important to not let one culture subjugate or kind of submerge the other culture I feel like if when you do have dual heritage like it's very important to, to bring both of those in your name so I feel like my names mean balance I think they mean diversity and I think my names or at least Bolu represents triumph against the odds triumph against the unexpected and I'd say also some, it just means well to me Also it means what's the word? Resistance, existence is resistance. Like just saying that name, it it shows that you can't kill my culture, and it's it's resistance against the world that kind of wants to forget about Ishan and Edo people more generally. But no, we're still here, we're still thriving, and we still we're still beautiful. That's what my names mean.
0: Mic drop. That deserves a mic drop and a round <laughs> of applause. Like, yes, clicking my fingers. No, that's yeah, <laughs> been very interesting to speak to you. But yeah, Tita, I know you mentioned earlier that you've got loads of projects under run. That's where well they're strategizing day to day. Do you have anything you want to shout out? Um,
1: I'd say that my own projects. Um, I'm working on a podcast. I'm not going to reveal the name just yet.
0: You, you gave see. me a little teaser earlier. Can you tell us what is it <laughs> about?
1: Uh, the project is profiling the experiences of Black British agnostics and atheists in the UK. This is a community where if you're in the community, you know what it is. You know that it's like hard to find other people in the same boat as you, who might be bad, battling feelings of shame, feelings of being repressed, feelings of, trying to, of having to hide your real beliefs and going along to church or mosque or wherever it is, even though you don't feel that your heart is truly there. I'd like to say that this project's for all of us and it's to build a community and build a platform that um, connects us so I'm just doing interviews and trying to uh, to form a community or community hub. So it's still a work in, prog- in progress, but if you feel like you'd love to share your experiences, just reach out to me. And um, yeah, that's, that's the main thing I'm doing. But alongside that, um, I'm also a writer and a poet. So if you follow me, you can also see performances in the future or articles that I release
0: amazing I think to be fair it's not the time for me to start saying where I stand <laughs> on your podcast view, but I think it's very interesting so yeah I'm looking forward to like listening when it drops and hearing <laughs> the, the opposite perspective to probably what I believe it'll be yeah, interesting definitely. to hear it from like a very nuanced Narrative. No, I then, guess. Yeah,
1: a hundred percent. It's really, I I don't know. Or well, yeah, it needs to exist simply because it doesn't. So wherever, whatever your opinions are, it's great to see like a unique community inside. Yeah, hopefully it comes to life. I'm aiming to launch in February.
0: Sweet. I'm hoping. Well, at some point, I'll still plug you. But yeah, it's great to see loads of people coming into like podcasting and yeah exciting time i think but yeah no thank you tito for coming on a joy as always to talk to you
1: thank you so much
0: all right and that's the end thank you for listening to the no shame in my name podcast until the next time bye Don't forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods